And so the rugby special episode finally arrives. It is true, and here we are in Cournon d'Auvergne in France at the rugby stadium. Which is uh, very glamorous. It's the first time we've been out of the studio, out of the gym, and in fact, Julian, out of the country, which is like a fantastic thing. Yeah, we are going international. Yes, indeed, because we have planned to uh, get out and do a rugby special for some time now. Since we start, really. In the also olden days. It was only a year ago. Yes, it was actually April 2018, to be precise, but that feels like a very long time ago uh, now, though I wonder how long ago it feels for the lovely listeners. Yeah, and we love the listeners. Yes, that we do. They are our raison d'etre, Julian. That's a bit of French there. You might want to uh, learn that. So, are you ready to talk about uh, rugby this month in the rugby special episode of the podcast? Yes, I'm ready to talk about it. It's uh, it's literally half of my life or 70% of it, really. Uh, I play rugby when I was... I started when I was six. I'm now 39. And, yeah, I just, like... It's basically all of it, really. Well, that's uh, uh, a pretty interesting thing and something tells me we'll be finding out more about that a little later on. So uh, let's start the rugby special episode then. Play the music. So welcome fitness guys and guylets out there in gym land and welcome to another Two Guys on Fitness with me, non-gym guy, Alan Teresa. And with me, professional gym guy, personal trainer and rugby man, Julien Berthorat. And this month we are out of the studio, out of the gym and ooh la la, Julien, we are out of the country. Yeah, and of course it's wonderful to be in my homeland in France. We are getting international, Alan. I know, it's the first time we've been international. It's uh, a wonderful uh, wonderful thing and of course we're here for the whole rugby caboodle which we'll be getting into later because this month we are going to learn all about the benefits of training the rugby way even if you do not play rugby yourself as well as answering questions from the gym guys and guylets who listen to the podcast who are these guylets that you keep talking about <laughs> there are female listeners which I'm told we have and who I am welcoming with open arms this month And I'm sure our female listeners will be thrilled to be called guylets. Do you think? No. Okay, then. Well, I'd better stop calling them that then and possibly uh, uh, refer to them as women from now on. And later on in the show, Julian will also be sharing his fitness tip of the month. Which is also special this month. And we will also be feasting on the accumulated specialness that is infusing this very episode. This rugby special. So shall we begin? Allez. Hello guys and uh, welcome here from uh, Cournon d'Auvergne. Okay, I'm at the stadium and it's my it's where I start playing rugby when I was six years old and uh, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to come back here and it's bring back a lot of good memories. I did see my first rugby game when I was uh, six seven years old and I uh, I did also start training as a rugby man at the same age. And um, it was, um, it always straight away gave me a, a great um, pleasure, you know, to, to excitement to be on the pitch and play with uh, the other lad. And uh, I, uh, I always enjoyed a lot of uh, adrenaline uh, came out from that. And also when you come to rugby, it's, uh, you experiment strange things. It's 
you find very surprising that some guys with not necessarily an incredible body can really hurt you. And, uh, and I tell you what it is, it's basically this notion, this uh, basically the strength is nothing if you don't put the right aggressivity or explosivity into it. And you can be a very muscular guy. If you're too slow on the pitch, you're a treat for no one. Here's the core of the, the rugby game. It's to develop two main skills that a rugby player should have on the pitch, which is obviously being uh, developing your strength, but again, mixing the strength with the explosivity. I did mention ex uh, aggressivity before in a positive way, but yeah, you need to, the strength without this explosivity won't make you a good or a dangerous rugby player. And, uh, and when I train myself on the gym floor, I always keep on mind this because when it's too static, it's not challenging for the brain and ultimately it doesn't make you a fitter person, it just makes you a heavier person really. And if people ask me why is the point, what is the benefit of training as a rugby woman or rugby man, I would say that it's basically, it's sports is a real thing, you know, so it will help you to, to level up your fitness potential and to make you stronger and also to it will it will help you to recover faster and to be able to train with a higher intensity and ultimately your brain also will benefit from it because the brain will be challenging and more than if you were just lifting weight really and proceeding by uh, static exercise. And yeah, rugby is all my life, so I'm a firm believer of training the rugby way. Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Old Gym Covent Garden. Need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the earth of London West End? Then visit Jubilee Old Gym on the corner of Covent Garden where you can also check out the gym sauna as well as a whole host of great fitness classes. Join online for £53 a month and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining. Or you can use the gym on a day pass basis. Find out more at jubileolgym.co.uk or telephone 02078364007 to work out at Jubileo Gym Covent Garden. So I'm thinking that this month's Fitness Tip of the Month has something of a rugby theme, Julian. Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month. Yes, it is. Um, it's, you know, when you come many years, I found people getting a bit confused, have a lack of inspiration, you know, when, uh, when they come to the gym floor and try to find out a good workout. So here's my question. Have you ever had... A, um, a lack of inspiration when you come to work out in the gym. Oh yeah, regularly, if I'm uh, honest, uh, though I take no pride in saying that. Okay, so here comes the fitness tip of the month. It's basically, I'm going to be offering soon a sport fitness class in London. And one of the main core of the class is to basically train people like a rugbyman. And 
for me, because I, I'm a Rubigan myself, it's about uh, conjugating two skills, which is basically being strong, so your strength, and your the explosivity. So how fast can you reproduce a movement in keeping the right amount of strength into it. So for this fitness tip of the month, we're going to talk about a combo which makes basically true exercise. One will go for explosivity and the second one will be for your strength. So you take a box, you know, and for example, first exercise is jump on a box, okay, which is kind of similar to a burpee. So you jump on a box for 10 reps, you step aside and you do 10 press up if you're strong enough i will add this press up with a clap in your hands okay it's quite let's say let's call it level two for this one but the main the, the first thing is 10 jump on a box then you step aside and 10 press up so that way you work body you add body weight exercise and you add a jumping exercise which help you to develop your explosive side so have you ever jumped on a box, Alan? I have, Julian. I've jumped on a box uh, facing the box. I've even jumped in my time backwards onto a box. And uh, it is a bit of a challenge, I would say. Yeah, well, the thing is, what always the difference between sport and fitness for me, because uh, uh, I'm a sportsman before being a fitness man, it's... The sport is the real thing for me. It's uh, It does challenge your brain, really, in many different ways than fitness can, uh, can do. And the fact that you jump on a box is quite demanding. It adds a lot of cardio and pace to the workout, and you still have to perform a straight exercise with the push-ups on the floor. And that's the mixity, because if you think about it, when you play a rugby game, you have to tackle, you have to run, you have to give the pass, you have to defend. The brain is constant. Um, aware and working on a strategy how to beat the defense how to defend well and uh, with and without without the ball basically and uh, yeah that's why to be honest that's why I miss the most when I go and train on the gym floor this kind of lack of interaction you know I find it a bit boring so the best way to challenge yourself and to make your workout interesting is to add some explosivity in to your workout. And while we put Julian in the sin bin just for the fun of it, that was... Julian's fitness tip of the month. So uh, where is this uh, new sports fitness class of yours taking place, Julian? It's at Colombo Centre, London AC1, uh, a few minute walk from uh, Savak Tube Station and also Waterloo Station. It's in between. So very central and uh, yeah, it's a lovely place. And um, when are you going to be uh, offering these, uh, no doubt, eagerly anticipated uh, fitness classes? It will start the fifth, the first class will come the 5th of September. And uh, yeah, I'm very, we are very looking forward to, to it. Well, uh, no doubt that will be quite exciting. Something tells me we may be hearing uh, a little bit more about uh, the fitness class. What's it, what's it called, by the way? What's uh, this uh, new class called? It's called Rugby Power. I like it. Okay, so there's your fitness tip of the month. Uh, lots of uh, jumping and sore legs, I feel, potentially there. So, 
Moving on, each month, Julian, we uh, take questions from listeners to the podcast. And from those questions, we pluck two of them out to have a little chin wag. I'm going to use the term chin wag because it's uh, on my mind for some reason. And um, guys, if you do want to get in touch and ask us questions, which we absolutely love, uh, just go to our website or indeed to our social media. Drop us a line through the website or through the social media and we will have a read through, get back to you and see what we think about the questions that are sent in. So are you ready to um, answer some questions, Julian, as we sit out here enjoying the uh, wonderful Cornon d'Auvert? Did I say that right? Is that right? That's about right, Alan. <laughs> okay, great. I kind of like had to get my tongue around that, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I think first up is yourself with the first question of the month, which I believe is from somebody in Manchester. Is it not Julian? Yes, from Ben in Manchester, who has contacted us by our Twitter to ask, the morning after a good workout at the gym, I always feel exhausted, like I have a flu. I ache and I'm sleepy for much of the day. It is normal. I'm 32, 5 foot 10 average. I have a lean muscle build and follow a split routine at the gym with an emphasis on weights. What am I doing wrong? Wow. Now, you know what? Sometimes I feel like this when I go to the gym and uh, I have a fast-paced and demanding workout. Uh, and the next day, I do feel like I can't wake up properly and my joints ache and all I want to do is to stay in bed, which can't be good for anybody, can it really? So is this normal? And uh, what do you do about it? Well, I would say uh, it's not normal. Uh, and it's not unusual too. So um, now it's a good point. It's a good question because we talk about the the benefit, the purpose of training, obviously, which is feeling better, feeling energetic. So obviously, we don't know what you do, Ben, at, at workout. Like if you train one hour or two. So I will go ahead and. Um, and give you some tips. The f one of the first one is to keep uh, a workout, um, to keep your workout energetic. Proceed by few combo and try to not go over an hour. Okay, start with a little warm up as always. But if you, if you basically if you have a flu, if you feel like you have a flu after your workout, it's to be to go straight to the point. It means you do too much, or and also possibly that you don't have um, uh, enough energy to train. So maybe you don't eat enough before the training. Uh, yeah, because you can say maybe some people are not a morning person, but that's not enough to to as a excuse. So it could be you don't eat enough. It could be your training is too long, too heavy weight. Just remember that your a training session, uh, a workout, it's meant to make you feel better afterwards. If it's not to make you better, better afterward, well, it's um, in my opinion, it's just uh, time to change uh, to to find the right purpose of what are you training. So you're not a big fan of the uh, maxim no pain no gain then well i think it's the maxim uh, that maxim on his own is not the bad thing but it's more like when you talk to regular people uh i think it's just a 
a constant quid pro quo in fitness, which is like never give up. What does it mean? Never give up. No pain, no gain. The, uh, we have to be when you go when you if you pretend to be an expert in fitness, you have to use different words. I think is what you need is to stress out the muscle. That's I think the better way to approach the whole thing. How to stress out the muscle? It's basically to reach a sensation of exhaustion. Okay, so the last two or three reps of your, uh, of your exercise should be demanding. Okay, so try to keep in mind this word demanding workout, intense workout. Okay, it's uh, challenging for the brain as well. It's in these terms when you go in the gym, you should, you know, keep this word adjective in your mind because I think, you know, all these kind of maxims are. Uh, they means nothing. Uh, I think they are too. They are too average. They it depend on the context. It depend so much of the level of the person. It's they too. It's too. It's too vague. You know. Okay. So uh, I hope that's uh, useful to you, uh, Ben, with your uh, aching body and sleepy head in the mornings. And um, I guess the uh, advice, Julian, is to ease up a bit. Really, I suppose, in summary. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's uh, you know it's not one workout. It's how do you perceive your year of workout? 365 days. Uh, you can't. You have to see things like more than a week of workout or a month it's just like it's a lifestyle thing so you can't i mean i personally uh, a big sports fan and uh, i found like uh, someone like roger feder like a uh, absolute inspiration in terms of you know this driven energy to be such a high level for so many years you know so we can come down to you know a bit more regular gym goer but i do i, I personally being very uh, i'm getting close to 40 and i i uh, i'm very inspired by a sport professional like um, you know roger feder or you know rafael nadal it's uh it's it does it does give you you know this energy to keep going you know and uh, yeah so that's why you know being tired after one workout in the morning you know you, you have to aim for more ambition you know like you for the year just like you don't want to be tired every day you know it's not it's not the point training uh, personally when i finish my workout i'm like i can go on and train six people back to back i will it's like for me it's like a coffee bump you know just like uh, i feel ready to do to face my day And that's the way you should see it, Ben. I love it, absolutely. Okay, good. And I hope that's uh, useful uh, for you, Ben. And next up, we have a question from Casper P in Lincoln, who has got in touch through our website with the following question. And I'm going to read this verbatim, Julian, so that you get the full kind of thrust of what Casper is saying here. Quote, 40s guy, no health issues, and a gym member. I lift weights and do some cardio because I want to get big, but I'm just getting fat around the belly. What do I do to bulk up without blabbing out? End quote. Now, I'm not entirely sure what Casper uh, here means by quote, blabbing out, unquote. But I think I get the general gist of his question. So, Julian, what does he need to do to get big without getting fat? Well, there's one one word, two, I mean, there's two words coming to my mind here. And the first one, I guess, is diet. Uh, we don't know again, um, I can spare your diet. And uh, if you feel like you are getting fat, the thing is, the food 
in fitness is primordial and uh, maybe too much carbs that would be one of the answer uh, it could be the um, question of timing maybe eating the right thing but just at the wrong time and maybe the portion as well that's the diet part the second part will be um, maybe your workout is not intense enough, okay? So basically too many sets, lifting too heavy because there is a fine line between getting bigger, like more muscular and getting toned. And I think it's important to have a clear idea of if you want to get bigger, more muscular, then the diet will be extremely important. If you want to get toned, well, from my point of view and expense, I will say that the diet is slightly less expensive um, important because if you want to get toned that means you your body uh, your worker will be intense if you train intensively you burn you boost your metabolism to burn and eliminate uh, the fats getting bigger it's uh, not my type of training, but from what I understand, it's like lifting more, break down the muscle, in order the, the muscle uh, will be really bigger. So, and also you have to eat more to get bigger, to feed this, you know, change. And it's a more demanding, and I have to be, uh, and I have to say more, you need more discipline. If you can't keep it up with the diets and the discipline required by this type of training, then you should go on for the toned training which is for my point not necessarily easier one it's just a different purpose and again that's uh, we have to see like on a long term purpose and getting tone it's uh, the most it's, it seems to be a more uh, suitable uh, purpose if you want to go on over the next two three decades you know it's funny because uh, I think uh, rather like possibly Casper here I and I think a lot of guys uh, actually I tend to fall between those two uh, disciplines when working out where I think you do get confused, don't you? About whether you want to be big or you want to be, as you say, toned. And so you, your workout sort of is a combination of the two, but it lacks a kind of strategic thinking. And so you don't achieve either goal, really. You just kind of plow through a routine, which is, you know, slightly contradictory. It's not hard enough in terms of the pace, but by the same token, it's not heavy enough in terms of the weights, so you're stuck in the middle. Yeah, that's true. It's a very good point. It's, and uh, I, won't, uh, I won't go ahead saying like uh, things like there's a true, uh, we all have different true, okay? So my true is different than maybe someone's, someone else's true, and, uh, and I understand that, and I, and I don't judge. I just, because over the last 10 years, I see this job, I see the gym floor as my workplace as well. So you meet people, they talk to you, they ask you things, and you don't know everything yourself. So you document yourself, you talk to some other colleague, for example. And, uh, but I think people, yeah, it's, it's not the same workout. If you want to get bigger, it's, you know, if you, if you have a look to some documentary like Pumping Iron, thing like that, we're talking about a lifetime, almost, uh, I would say, a subculture, you know, it's, uh, it's your big, you, your whole life uh, turn around your workout and your, you know, and I'm, it's not my thing so but just be careful you know just training it's uh, very valuable for you to improve your health unless again like any 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 other thing in life you do it with um, too much you know so it's about to find the right balance i think so 
Okay, Casper, and indeed, uh, Ben, that's uh, this month's two questions to two guys on fitness answered by myself. Well, I don't really answer them. I kind of just chip in now and again, but uh, mainly by my good uh, professional uh, personal trainer friend here, Mr. Julian Bertharat. And um, if you do want to get in touch, drop us a line through twoguysonfitness.com or indeed through our social media on our Twitter, our Facebook and our lovely Instagram and we'll be happy to answer any questions you send in, will we not, Mr. Julian Bertharat? Of course, anytime. So that's the end of the rugby special episode of Two Guys on Fitness, coming to you all the way from France. And just out of curiosity, Julian, what do you usually do straight after a game of rugby? Well, then it's um, the aftermatch is always... A nice woman too because after fighting and playing for 80 minutes against the other team, usually, well, we just meet in a clubhouse, I would say, and we, we enjoy a fresh beer. And uh, that's also what gives rugby such a great vibe. And uh, yeah, it's a good fight for 80 minutes. And then, well, we find again. So uh, yeah, usually a fresh beer. But uh, usually I try nowadays uh, to ease a bit on that. Um, yeah, I, um, I now get take part of rugby mainly for the action, really. Which is uh, a very sensible uh, thing to do at uh, your stage of your life, if I may be so bold. And um, just out of curiosity, what's the website address for your new uh, sports fitness class? It's rugbypower.co.uk. Lovely. And uh, we kind of silkily slipped that in there, didn't we, Julian? We weren't planning on doing that at all, obviously. Okay. And until next time, you have uh, been listening to me, Alan Teresa, the definitely non-rugby playing guy here on the podcast. And with me, personal trainer and rugby man, Julien Berthera. And you can also find out about the podcast on twoguysonfitness.com. So until next time. Until your workout and the game of rugby. Twoguysonfitness.com